Adam, welcome to the podcast. I introduced it before you. Fuck off. Oh, that's that's cold. That's mean. <laughs> Sorry. We're getting a little rowdy at the bar tonight. It's getting a little rowdy. Don't have to bring the bouncer in. Me. Despite, despite the fact that I said that, I still expect you to introduce the show. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just handing the reins off. Don't go mouthing <laughs> off at the patrons and then just dispensing the uh, the admin duties to somebody else. Okay, well, I'll introduce the show on behalf yeah. of uh, on behalf of you. Hello, everybody. It's episode six of the Anime on Tap podcast. It's been a while because um, I played for England in the World Cup final, suffered a horrific injury. That's why we lost because the Italians cheated. And that's all we'll say on that. Um, so I was in a coma. Um, I learned the cure for COVID during my slumber and then forgot it because I had, I had uh-uh. a shit to think about, man. You know, so, uh-uh. I see. I see. That's that. That explains everything. You go. had to read him stories when he was in a coma. It was, it was rough. They just bought me the entire catalog of DeviantArt's um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle hentai uh, tag. So... I'm just filled with Leonardo's schlong. My dreams were. Mm-hmm. You finally weird. got to read the completed Moogie X Cake. Wait, no one knows. No one knows what Moogie X Cake is. is. No, it is. Unless Oops. you're the one person who does. In which case, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Moving I loved on. them and then I found them again. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Moogie X Cake. I... The tuning nose is what the... I tell myself. <laughs> Oh no, Moogie X Cake. Nothing like, uh, nothing like old in jokes to really get the ball rolling on this fresh new show. Yeah, yeah. What Hell is yeah. what is dead? Dig it up again. Let's use it. Let's reuse material. <laughs> we ain't got that much. Uh, my name is Simon, better known as no. I'm just Simon. Um, the guy who was angry at you originally was Curtis. Was I angry or was I just giving you tough love? It was tough, love. We know you're not an angry boy. Yeah. And then uh, we've got two dapper gentlemen uh, in with us as well. Uh, We've got Matt, first of all, who's lovingly caressing his beard and a fine mustache. I am, yes. It's standing all on its own. It's very lovely. Um, I wish you could all experience it as as we can now in glorious video. And uh, I can put my lips together and it disappears my mouth. (laughs) <laughs> huh. proof of proof be needed you can't see that everybody but you know we can mm-hmm. that's all you needed this is an audio medium <laughs> and uh finally we've got brian as well who's here i don't have a beard but i can still stroke my fingers through my multiple chins <laughs> they'll still disappear in there uh, oh wow a cheeto nice <laughs> <laughs> so um what a score we're back. We're going to talk about anime. We're going to talk about some other shit. I don't know. We're, 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 we're just going to take it easy tonight. You know, we ain't really got any plans. We'll see where we go. Um, before that, I'm going to ask you guys. I'm going to go around the table real quickly. Is anyone drinking anything? Anything special you've cracked open for tonight's episode? Uh, water. Because I drank too many Mai Tais yesterday. That's fair. You've got to have a recovery period because we don't want to make you an alcoholic because of the podcast. Nope. <laughs> it, you'd have some explaining to do. 
If, uh, Although, if according to the CDC, I am a binge drinker because I have been legally drunk. There you go. I mean, that's that's a right passage. You'll fit right in in England. I used to always love that when you'd go to the doctors and they'd ask how many units of alcohol. And it's like, motherfucker, I'm 20. Do you think <laughs> I count the alcohol that I have? And they're like, just ballpark it. I'm like, uh, let well, me. Well, that's the thing I found out about the CDC's website here in America is that I am a moderate drinker because I have less than 15 drinks in a week on average. But if my blood alcohol content ever reaches 0.08 in a single sitting, which I just would like to inform you is just the legal threshold for drunkenness, yeah, like on a breathalyzer, then I am a binge drinker. You filthy alcoholic. You are barred from I this know. establishment. I'm never... I know. To my return. binge drinking days. I'm, uh... I've actually saved beer from the last episode that we were going to record from July the 4th. We were going to do an American it's edition. It's just been sitting there. You have flies yeah. in that shit, man. It's not open. I don't leave open <laughs> beer. I'm not drinking two-month-old beer. Of course not. He poured it out and then put a coaster over the top of the cup. Exactly. I take a sip. I take a sip of my Fosters every Sunday, and I leave it in the fridge. What? <laughs> I'm trying to think of what. It was like a kind of Forrest Gump uh, style. So stinky. I don't know. Just imagine some guy who thinks he's cool. He has a can. Someone gives him a can of Fosters, and he's like, "Oh my god, it's so much." I gotta so save it. Sip. He they takes a sip every hands, Sunday. Ah. What? And I did have a former roommate who would get halfway into a Mike's Hard Lemonade and go. Oh, guys, I better put a stop to this. I'm feeling it. Uh, <laughs> precious, precious man. <laughs> guys, and that's one of the persons that I can point to and go, see, I'm pretty straight edge, but I'm not that. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be at my wedding. <laughs> that guy, that guy sounds awfully close to this Foster's character. That has just been created. Foster's John. Foster's I John. Seen, I, yeah. I had seen him put Mike's Hard Lemonades back in the refrigerator. I mean, <laughs> it's got hard in the name, you know? I don't blame this poor individual. But it's not so hard that they didn't have to invent a harder version that would actually give you any sense that you had been drinking alcohol. Is it called Mike's Hardest Lemonade or just Harder? It's actually called Harder Although I'm betting there might be a hardest at some point. I haven't exactly been drinking. I'm not in the Mike's Hard Lemonade demographic very often. <laughs> I was going to say, know, he's like, like maybe once a summer I'll get some, but they're awful sweet. That's fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm, more, I'm more refined. I like Four Loco. I like to go out in the bushes with my boys have Four Loco. Shit, do you guys know what that is? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. It got banned in the college. I did they, make sure. Yeah, they, they had to drastically the change the recipe when we were in college, right? <laughs> as it was coming out. Yeah. yeah. Turns out this shit's dangerous. Yeah. Right. Speaking of dangerous caffeine and special drinks, uh, as well as too sweet for Matt, <laughs> I am currently <laughs> in my, like, $8 can of Mountain Dew Cake Smash. The limited run flavor that was only available for an hour and a half on Mountain Dew's website. What? But I was a big enough rube to buy a pack on eBay for $50. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, it's okay. Can we do a taste test? 
if you could imagine have you ever had barks root beer mm, maybe i don't know <laughs> okay so that is just root beer with caffeine added to it it is i have cake a smash, two right now cake smash is drinking. just a cream soda with caffeine in it is it like face inducing it, or just it meh? does I, I have a face on me right now. I don't know if that was induced. <laughs> well, you know, I've seen you drink any kind of alcohol before, and what happens? The contortion. Uh, oh, no, it's not that. Part of your skull happens. No, uh, what Matt is referring to is the image of giving like a four or five year old a taste of beer, except that's me well into my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, enjoy the $8, uh, $8 soda. I can feel it. I wish I could. <laughs> no, let's try it. It just tastes like bad financial decisions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll be good. I'm kind of in the same boat because I love um, vanilla Coca-Cola, but you can't get it here. Um, well, you can, but you can only get the no-added sugar one, which just isn't the same. Um, so the only way to get it is to import it from America, and it's like 30 quid for a case of... Hot. God, that's Ooh, too much. Twelve, but you know, so I'm having to be like, I mean, it's not do I want it? I'm, I uh, mean, that's how I feel about trying to get any like caffeine-free like versions of regular like caffeinated sodas because mm -hmm. it's always going to be the caffeine-free that's also diet. Yeah, I've never seen a, a caffeine-free full-fat version before of, of anything. So, they come out on occasion. You see them, but they're just not very popular. We used well, to get to find use some of those uh, caffeine-free regular sugar Mountain Dews back and in I college. And I like those. And I like the Coke ones, too, but mostly you just find Pepsi these days. But honestly, I always preferred the taste of Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi to their regular versions. <gasps> I am Everything else, yeah, um, fatten me up. <laughs> mm. I'm not on board Delicious. with that, man. Full fat all the way for me. I'll drink it. I'll drink the diet ones, but you know. Middle aged people have an unreasonable obsession with Diet Coke. It doesn't make sense. I don't it, know why. It was just it the eighties was all about not having any fat in anything and not questioning whether that was actually a healthy decision or not. I guess it's still carried on today. And then yeah, they haven't got over that yet. Yeah, that's why all those fat-free, you know, options usually have a bunch of extra sugar because. Oof. Yeah. Sugar doesn't make you fat. Not at all. <laughs> it's Oof. the fat. It's the fat that makes you fat. It's clues in the name, guys. Come on, I know. You, you think? I know nutrition. You got your carbs. You've got your. Vitamins. You got your protein, you've got your Oreos. You've got your foods, your drinks. Mm -hmm. I know the diets and all that, but um Get right out of here, diet. Go on. Get your fucking ass out of here. That's my uh bouncer voice. That's that's what the bouncer sounds like in the uh, Why does he sound album. like he's old as fuck? Because he is old as fuck. He's an old bouncer. Would you rather just like some jumped up steroided like dieseled twenty year old or do you want some wiry 
wily veteran of the game who's like 66 called Keith and he should be retired. No and let's middle be honest, ground. We also, we hired Keith because he's half the price of those 20 year olds. Exactly. Actually, he works for drink tickets. He's a guy who, um, I modeled him after the, uh, I went to the supermarket just before we did this show and, uh, there's an Irish security guard for the supermarket Tesco shout out to the brand. Um, and like, there was a homeless guy who kept... I don't know what he was doing. Like, he must have been going in and out of the store constantly. And he was like, if I see you... I can't do an Irish accent, so I don't know why I'm doing it. If I see you and your bag's out here again, I'll move them. And that was his threat. And it was really... It's like, that's not intimidating. <laughs> like, saying you're going to move yeah. his bags. Yeah. It's such a British threat, too, because it... He's clearly trying to be intimidating, but you don't actually know what he means. Yeah, because the homeless man was just like, go on then, do it. Like, because where, where's he going to move him, realistically? <laughs> He's a security guard for Tesco. He's not going to leave the confines of Tesco. He's going to move them, like, 30 feet one way. It's going to be a minor inconvenience at best for this homeless man and a massive, like, you know, issue for the guy. I don't know. It was weird, but anyway... Enough about Keith. is bouncer. He's going to slow his roll. He's gone to the back. Go watch some anime, which is what we're going to talk about now. We're going to very quickly jump into what we've been watching this last three months. <laughs> However long yeah, it's been. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. A little minute. Time. Time has passed. So, turns out summer season, I've not watched much at all. <laughs> I have... Uh, honestly, yeah, summer haven't watched it. Uh, nothing is interested me. Well, I was I was going to say the caveat to that is uh, me and Curtis did the summer season preview and we grasped at straws. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. Well, today, actually, this morning, I watched the first episode of anything that I watched from this season. Really? Well, you you take the reins then, Curtis. Tell us tell us more. Okay. So, Love Live Superstar. Obviously, I was going to watch it. Oh, Love, Love Live. So, Superstar is the fourth generation of Love Live. And um, it's oh. ill-timed. They should have waited for the third generation because the third generation hasn't even had a second season yet. So, this timing's all off. I don't like it. But um, There was a third generation? Yeah. It was really went under the radar because there was Love Live, Love Live Sunshine, and then Nijigasaki... I think that's how you say it. School Idol Club. Oh. And um, instead of being an idol group, they're all solo idols in that show. And it was really good because it changed the format of Love Live. Like it actually was something different for once. It wasn't just a repeat like Sunshine was, kind of, you know? But um, so Superstar is the new one. And actually, it has a lot of potential. The first episode was really good. It has the Love Live always has a ginger protagonist. And Canon is the same thing. She's ginger, but uh, breaking new ground. All right. She's instead of being like all like the other two, like Honoka and Chica, she's like an introvert. And I actually really liked her character. Love Live is extremely good at making you instantly like the characters. They have this down to an art of making the most lovable characters. I don't know how they do it, you know, but they they do it. And um, the other girl in the show is uh, Cuckoo. And she's the uh, um, exchange student trope. Mm -hmm. You always okay. got to have one. With the name she's Cuckoo. She's Chinese. Uh, okay. I was going to say, where is she from with the name Cuckoo? Her, 
We're yeah. Cocoa Buffs, you see. Ah, yeah, okay. exactly. From the breakfast cereal land. Yeah. From the monkey's and, jungle. Um, I don't know. I, I got a good feeling from this first episode because it it um it seems like it'll be its own thing while still being Love Live, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and the, the CGI, finally! Finally! Is good it good? CGI. Finally, ah. it took them forever. Like, the original Love Live, the CGI was like, oh my god. <laughs> like it, it was really, it's really jarring, you know? But they finally got it to the point where it almost looks as good as the normal animation in the dance sequences. It's 2021. It's taken them <laughs> 10 years to achieve it. Well, yeah, because Love Live, for people who don't know, Love Live, the dance, uh, the show's normal, but the dance sequences, when they do the songs and everything, are a mix of normal animation and CGI. So they finally improved it. It took them so long. <laughs> I think with like, idol shows, it would also help if the the transition to the dance scenes and CGI was a little more... A little smoother. It tends to be like a hard cut to it, and you're like, okay. And (laughs) the thing with Love Live is whenever they go into a dance scene, it goes into like a fantasy world, pretty much. Yeah. And it's like, Love Live's like a musical. So the characters will just be like on on a staircase, and they'll have a speech. And then all of a sudden, there's fucking flowers everywhere, some shit, and they're in a costume. Shaka Pow, it's the 2014 Berserk series. Oh, God. (laughs) Get your glow sticks, everyone. Oh, no. Not berserk. <laughs> but yeah. in terms of both animation quality and completely different than before. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, I got a good feeling about Superstar. Anyway, I just I wish that they would finish with the third generation of Love Live before they started this one. Because it undermines these characters like in Nijigasaki, like a third generation. It's like how am I supposed to get attached to these characters if you guys are already making another show is it like a different team like two different teams who are working on them or yeah yeah oh i don't know oh. i think it's the same team because they're not airing at the same time yeah um, it is weird that they because then i'm assuming part season two of part three will be after this one yeah uh, yeah right like it why not just finish it yeah and then start the new like it to me it just says the third generation they're just like okay whatever who cares let's move on we changed too much. Unless that's actually what happened. Like if they were just able to track popularity based on who buys what in the mobile game and the third season folks weren't selling. And we got to pack up and move on. Yeah. No. Yeah, I can see that. There's probably something because I, I don't really know what's going on with Love Live anymore. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even know that the superstar was coming out until we were looking at the season preview. And I was like, what the fuck? There's another Love Live. <laughs> Like, I don't know what happens anymore with the franchise. But it's always nice there's a new series. And again, as long as they do something different and don't just repeat what we've already seen. Although there's the same trope of the student council uh, president hates idols <laughs> and is a snob about them. But you know she's part of the team because you already saw her in the, in the art. <laughs> and, and at the end of the show, she's in the music video scene. Like, And it's so tedious because it's like, get get on with it already like i hate like we know what's gonna happen so i, I hate that we have to like spend multiple episodes getting to that point because nothing like the, the last three the classic trope of 
the opening animation screws up the big twist in episode five. Yeah, exactly. I hate that shit, man. Fairy tale is the worst at that. Oh God, fairy tale is bad. Yeah, fairy tale is like Tenro Island arc. They're like, okay, here's everything. And it's like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I'd give you they, they spoiled the return of Loxus in that one. I remember. Yeah, yeah. He's been gone since and like, that was like the fourth was a season. Huge yeah. Oh, and it was unless. Like, Unless they can pull off some real horse shit with the student council president just remains their enemy. Oh, please. But their identical twin shows up and actually fucking <laughs> loves uh, idols. Well, you know, in, in uh, Nichigasaki, so the school... Okay, in original Love Live, there's Ellie, and she was that character. And then Daya was the second student council president who become, who loves idols eventually. And then the third one... Um, she's an undercover idol, so she lives a double life. Setsuna, uh, Hannah Montana, sure. Yeah, okay, she's Hannah Montana. Yeah, and she she's Yuki, whatever. She has a different name, like Hannah Montana. <laughs> when she's, she's an idol, Hannah and Montana. Yeah, and then she pulls a Clark Kent and wears glasses and has her hair in braids when she's a student council president. So that was weird. Nijigasaki also had a Yandere character, which was really unusual. Like, for the plot twist, Yandere, like you didn't know it was coming, you know? That seems out of place for Love Life. <laughs> yeah. Like, all of a sudden, like, the the character, and you thought she was, like, whatever. You thought she was a normal character. And then she starts getting all, like, psycho and jealous. And it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's the only reason they couldn't have a team that season. Maybe. Maybe that's why they were solo idols, because she was nuts. <laughs> Well, and Nijigasaki, what I liked about it is they had... So in Love Alive, it's always the nine characters or however many they have. But in Nijigasaki, there was ten characters because there was a self-insert one. The character's literally named Yu. And and she just, like, encourages them and helps them and everything, but she's not part of the team. So she's, again, she's obviously the self-insert character. But that was actually a good idea. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I mean, they did new things in, in the third generation, so I wish that they would just let them do their thing it'd be interesting to see you know? them like uh as brian said like about the um sales because it'd be interesting to see why they've sort of yeah. reverted back to the tried and tested formula from the sounds of it yeah and any anyone who knows what's going on in love lives probably listen and if you're listening you're probably like what the fuck like, does this guy know anything does he know about the great events he doesn't <laughs> i mean like, he said already I don't. Yeah. Get off his back, Love Life fans. Get If what I know about animation still holds true, most of these shows are paid for with the marketing budget from a mobile game. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, the whole reason that Horse Girl show is still on is because... Oh, yeah. Still on? It's... It had another oh, it season. another couple seasons, yeah. bud. Oh man! Uma, the pretty boys who are sword show that I think came back for a while. We oh. haven't seen boat girls in a while. That that one's faded away. Oh, that can, one. Can yeah. can come. Oh, yeah. It's still popular. Yeah, I still see shit yeah, about that's what it. Yeah, can call. Because um, mm-hmm. and that gave but, way to the other boat girls show. Oh. Uh, Azure. <laughs> As a lane. Oh, Azure Lane. As a lane. Hey, yeah. Azure Lane. Yeah. Well, Azure Striker Gunvolt is the Mega Man Zero clone. That's a little different. That's eh? a different thing. <laughs> My bad. 
Well, the thing, and I don't know about those shows because I haven't seen them, but what I like about Love Live is even though you know it's just a big product meant to sell stuff, they still put a lot of heart into the series. Whereas you see all these other idol shows, and we've we've watched some together mm-hmm. where yeah. there's nothing. There's no character. There's nothing going on. Like, it's just shit, you know? Japan is very good at making you emotionally invested in their 22-minute-long toy commercials. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. Uh In a way that the West just hasn't been for since Saturday morning cartoons were big. (laughs) I mean, you know, they never had the variety to just string 20, you know, 25 or 55 or 186 of those toy commercials together in a single cohesive story. I think, you know, if uh, Furby does that, we might get somewhere. Oh, my God. Love life, Furby. I'd I'd do that. I'd be there. Oh, shit. No. (laughs) No. I don't want to get nine of them together to watch them sing. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I just... I hope that this, I think Superstar is going to be a good show. Yeah. And I know that's all I'm going to watch this. this year. I know that's all I'm going to watch. I still got to finish Super Cub. That was from last season. I got three episodes That's left. fine. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, like, did sorry. you Go on, sorry. ever end up watching the Full Metal Panic show that came out that you no. were excited for? No, I didn't watch literally my most anticipated anime of all time. The sequel, <laughs> the long-awaited sequel to my second favorite series. <laughs> the second show I ever watched. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it, but just everything was wrong by the time it came out. Like the timing yeah. in my life. And in terms of like how it, they basically were like, it It felt like by the time it came out, they are like, oh, here's some shit, whatever, who cares? This series doesn't matter anymore. And then that was that, you know? Because Full Metal Panic's not like popular anymore. Yeah. There's a window. There's definitely a window of time people should hit when it comes to sequels. Like, if you fuck around and beat yeah. around the bush, people don't care. Well, and again, we're going from um, Fumofu and, and the Second Raid, animated by Kyoto Animation, to this season. I don't even know who animated it, but Ugh. it's going to be a downgrade anyway. Fuck that shit. It's going to be like fucking One Punch Man season two. Hey! <laughs> oh, God, don't remind me. It was serviceable. <laughs> ah. It was. It's like you just you knew it was bad when their the scenes would cut every or like I don't know half a second or something as compared to the original One Punch Man that would ha- go in for like a full minute at a time. Oh yeah, what was the fight that they just did like still animation for? One of the ones in the fucking arena. I don't know. And I was just like, oh, this the storytelling wasn't strong enough to like hold through the like just janky animation yeah ah. uh, season three now if, <laughs> there was a lot you, of fights in the same place man yeah <laughs> i can say if you're wondering what the right amount of time is between something you love going away and then coming back uh, the fourth Evangelion movie oh. has told me it's about nine years. <laughs> well, okay, I, I didn't watch it, but it sounds like you did. Yes. And uh, what do you think? Very good. Like, if I had to rate the rebuild movies in order, it would be 
like seven, eight, four, ten. Really? Yeah. Wow. No. The the third rebuild movie that didn't have an ending, answered no questions, and mostly just had people angry at each other for no reason with no explanation was very, very bad. I watched it right after it came out in Japanese theaters on a like fan subbed cam rip off of a movie theater. Uh, I Four years days. later, it actually had a real translation, and it still pissed me off. But, uh, but I knew, okay, this is not the ending. This is just to be continued, and I will judge this based on the actual conclusion. Didn't 3.0 have the Utada Hikaru song in it? Um, The most recent one did, I know. And that's a really good song. Mm-hmm. But this one finally resolved things. It had stuff that, like, Ava fan had 26 years for. It was it was very good. How do you compare it to End of Evangelion? Uh, much, much better. No. In terms of you both can't tell me that. animation <laughs> spectacle and satisfaction. That scene when Oscar fights the helicopters, though, and the mass yeah. production units. L- go... Watch the new movie because yeah, I don't want to spoil something. But it's there's CGI though. There's really good fight and Gendo is there. Okay, uh, maybe I got to give it a chance. Give it a chance. Give Evangelion a chance, Curtis. You know you want to. <laughs> well, I just I I don't know. I don't want I don't want to like shit on them when Brian's talking about how much he likes them. <laughs> It's a series that I'm conflicted over because there's large chunks of it I don't enjoy. I, I um, didn't like how they changed elements of the original story. In the I only watched the first two rebuilds, and I didn't like how they changed. Um, what was it? Was it Unit Six that Shinji beats the fuck out of? Yes. When the dummy plug gets engaged, I didn't uh-huh. like that they changed what character was in, and and after that happened, I was like, fuck these movies. You're going to hate movie number three even more than I did. Oh, no. Well, then, then they introduce... you're going to love you movie four more and than I And what's that character's name? Mari? Yeah. Like, what, does she, what does she have to do with this show? She's just there to sell merchandise. Well, you see, and they say this very explicitly in the movie, she has big boobs and glasses. Yeah. This is a callback to Hideaki Anno's wife. Who has big boobs and glasses. <laughs> and he wanted to put his wife in the movie. Oh. And they settled the debate between Ray and Asuka by saying, man, Hideaki Anno's wife. <laughs> She's got big <laughs> boobs and glasses. Really nice glasses. <laughs> and this is, some big this old is, hooters. This is my opinion. You asked me best girl in Evangelion. It's, it's Misato. Like, there's no choice. It's, not, it's Misato. Um... She does some stuff in... Look, you gotta watch this movie. Do I have to watch number three to watch the new Uh, one? Very yes. Ah, shit. (laughs) They do a quick minute and a half. Here's what you missed in the last Evangelion. And it's a joke. Okay. You need to watch the other (laughs) movies. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) Uh... Available now on Amazon Prime. 
Oh yeah, if you want to watch the series Evangelion, available now on Netflix. Yeah, oh, you want to get them on DVD? It. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Pay seven hundred dollars for the only good box release that came out in two thousand four. Well, and and like Netflix has the new dub, but like the old dub was good. I really liked the old dub of Evangelion. Yeah, I have not heard the new dub, but. They got rid of Fly Me to the Moon at the end of every episode. Yeah. So why would you even bother what with What the it? fuck, Netflix? How much money do you have? You can't license Fly Me to the Moon? Oh, we had to spend <laughs> more money to get the right dog for Cowboy Bebop. Listen. Yeah. They had to secure the rights to the film Cuties, so they had some priorities. <laughs> oh, boys. fuck, I forgot about that. You know? <laughs> Netflix's money for the fall season got completely taken up by making stretchy pirate man work on scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, maybe, maybe I got, after hearing you talk about this, maybe I got to give the rebuilds another chance and not be a boomer about it. They changed things and I hate it. No, it, it's good. Um, the, the journey to get there is meant to make you angry. Uh, that is a director who's very good at I'm well, going to make you hate this on purpose and you'll end up liking it out of spite. Yeah, I'm going to give you a scene where Shinji holds a guy in his hand for two minutes while classical music plays and there's no animation whatsoever. <laughs> it does a great job of building tension. It also helps hide the fact we ran out of money four episodes ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But as soon as the check clears with Gendo advertising a razor, we can finally get oh, back on this. <laughs> That's the scene in Evangelion that pisses me off the most. Is when she, you know what I'm talking about, right? What's his name? Nagisa? Mm-hmm. Um where Shinji's Ow. just holding him in Evil One. And he's just holding him for like two minutes. And there's no it's just a still. The entire time. Because you know in the cockpit he doesn't want to do it and is sitting there conflicted, but you only see the exterior shot. Yeah, and nothing's happening except for the music playing. (laughs) Well, you see, that was actually a fantastic example of building tension. That's what people would say. They're analyzing it, yeah. You know how we talk about timing? There's a moment of peak tension after which the tension begins to drop because of how silly the situation is. There's peak tension, and then there's checking your television to make sure the disc didn't fuck up. (laughs) I think, honestly, I kind of found this, like, when the first time I watched Evangelion, I loved it. I was amazed. I was so shocked by what was happening in that series. It fucking was like, oh, my God. The second time I watched it, after... um, after Evil One goes berserk, I kind of was like, oh, like after, because that seems amazing. But then after that, I was like, do I really like this show? <laughs> Speaking of. Hey, Nick, I'm watching your DVDs and I think they broke again. Is it an elevator or a man holding a boy? Oh, the <laughs> elevator. elevator. Yeah, <laughs> That happened to me with Ghost in the Shell. I think it's the second film. Do you know the oh Do you know God. the scene that keeps looping in the mansion? Um, they go to visit yes. some guy and it keeps looping. And I was convinced that my DVD was broken. Like I was like, okay, something's oh. fucked up here. And I restarted the damn thing, and it did it again. And then it did it. Ag- and then I realized <laughs> about on the third loop that um, that's intended. 
and I've just been silly. Yeah. Fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it it was like so many people complaining about Hulu re-uploading the wrong episodes of uh, what's the fucking show? Goddess chick. Haruhi's is me. Yeah, I was just about making an endless eight joke. <laughs> oh wait, what? What did? Oh, and oh. Okay. So in season, and everyone was like, "What?" Go on, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, season two, what they did was um, they actually did eight episodides of the endless eight. They did full. But they were animated. They're differently animated. Slightly. Every time. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> slightly, very slightly. slight variations. Yeah. But you know, people were watching these on like Hulu as they came out, and people were complaining that Hulu kept re-uploading the same episode. Yeah. Because they no, it was like called the Endless Eight, but nobody quite figured out that they were literally just repeating the same episode eight times. The, the crazy thing is that the uh, the voice actors recorded it eight times. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what I mean. There's, there is slight variations like, in it. Like dub, yeah, dub and sub. They. they yeah, they and you started. Times. People started like. Watching the episodes going, what's the minor differences? It's clearly a time loop, but where does the change take place? Honestly, it's only worth watching, what, like three or four watch the f- out of the endless Watch aid. the first and last, and you haven't missed anything. Well, All the key there, points there's, are there. It, there's some stuff that changes. Like, it's yeah, there's, like, you know, I think like the first three episodes are exact, basically the exact same. Yeah. You could, there's almost certainly a guide out there for how is the best way to watch the endless eight without having to watch all these episodes. Some, but then you have to watch you have to watch Haruhi in chronological order. You cannot watch the broadcast order. Okay, I do oh, watch it in chronological order though. That's just so much easier because that's how it is in the book. I know so. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So is Pop Team Epic a half hour show or is it a 15 minute show and you pick man or girl voice? <laughs> <laughs> I was always on the half-hour show side. I because the jokes would change. I was fifteen minutes. I just did the guys, the men voices, and then I was out. Because I didn't realize the vo- the um, jokes. Pardon me. I didn't realize the jokes changed. It's fuming. Except I was telling you they were changing from the first episode, and you were just like, "No, I don't think." I'm so. a skeptic. I'm like Matt's up to his schemes again. He's trying to get me to watch You're a skeptic, it. Something you can easily check yourself if you just watch the whole episode. I'm, I'm on YouTube. I'm a skeptic. I'm a part of the skeptic community. We're skeptic community. Today we're going to talk about Pop Team Epic and how the jokes don't change. Okay, guys, mm. I'm going to tell you today how the libtards of America today have uh, ruined Pop Team I'm Epic, man. Hey guys, I'm going to pull up my screen cap. I got an article up here. I'm going to put myself in the bottom corner. (laughs) The phrasing of the joke has changed, but technically they are making the same punchline, so I don't think I need to change it. Problem is... I'm going to make sure... I'm going to make sure I tell you the exact same thing ten times throughout this video, just to make sure it's about 20 minutes for my uh, revenue. Just to make sure. Also, have you checked out my sponsor, Raycon? They're fantastic earbuds. Oh, no. Not really. All Raid. Rage Shadow Legends. <laughs> Have you ever played this shitty free-to-play mobile game? Then it sucks to be you. Go go get a console or, or a PC. Okay. Play so, it on there too. No! Other things I did watch. Uh, my wife and I watched the full series of What's Out So Far for Invincible. Mm-hmm. Which is based on the comic I've been telling people to read for like the last 15 years. Um, there is a moment in episode one where it goes from being a pretty okay show about a guy who's learning to be a superhero 
to the point of impact where things change. And it was fun to sit and stop watching the television because I know it was going and look at my wife and see her reaction just change and distort as things get very bad. Is that the uh, the Omniman fight with the um, global global guardians? Is it episode one? The guardians of the guardians globe. Of the globe. That's because that clip alone made me interested in this show because I was like, yep. "What the fuck?" Uh, it was on Twitter. I was scrolling and I just saw like some flash knockoff. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, there's an old man Superman with a with a mustache, and there's a, a flash knockoff, and he's crushes his head like a watermelon I, I don't mind posting it because honestly if you don't see this you might not see the twist that hooks you into the show but uh yeah that's the farthest I've ever seen well okay not the farthest I've ever seen stuff animated because mm. there's worse out there but like as a mass audience this has been seen by millions yeah. of people Ooh, Nelly. That captures the comic very well, although it hits it a lot harder than the twist did in the comic. I was um, I was going to ask, is the comic as gory as, as the show? It takes about 30 episodes and the introduction of another character, but very much, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough, then. I didn't know if they'd just gone off their own track, because I was not expecting that. <laughs> At all. Because that whole fight that I just linked happens off screen in the comic. Oh, okay. I like well, that. It it happens. You fucks me uh, up. Also watch Centaur World on the opposite end of the <laughs> spectrum. Oh no, I know what that is as well. Go on, please tell me. Um please please inform us how Centaur World was. <laughs> Hold on, I'm watching Matt's face. Uh. <laughs> oh, it's gonna oh, get worse. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> While he's he does that. Um <laughs> Alright. I'm back. <laughs> Centaur World is the story of a girl and her horse who are fighting a magical army with to steal like an artifact of some sort. Except the horse falls off a cliff with the artifact, it gets teleported away to Centaur World, where the horse can talk. And if you can imagine, like, a horse from Lord of the Rings accidentally falls into Adventure Time and tries to get back to Lord of the Rings, it's that. <laughs> There's musical numbers that are really, really good. And everything else is so saccharine sweet. I don't know that I like the show overall, but the musical numbers are really good. Fair enough. Like, uh, I haven't even heard of this. Before. It's like a Netflix um, original, I'm guessing. Oh, it's yes, it is. And Netflix is doing more of that thing where they don't advertise things at all. Send them out to die. And then that season two that you thought would have happened doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I it's, feel like I saw an ad for this. I saw the trailer. It yeah. popped up on my little thingy-majig. It's really well animated. Like, movie quality, but it's a 10-episode series of half-hour shorts. That thing got some money and big names put into it. I say big names. I didn't know who anyone was, but my wife goes, oh, they're all big Broadway singers. I know them. Ah, uh, fair enough. 
And I go, yeah, that sounds about right. You know them. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's a musical. Um, you know. I, I remember seeing the trailers. Yeah. Um, I put it in the box of, like, Big Mouth and all those ones where I'm just probably not going to watch them. Is there an art style worse than Big Mouth? Mm-hmm. Just in the entire world in general. Um, Squidbillies. Yes. Uh, what is it? Problem solvers? Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> Handshakers. Why not? No, hand. No, you fuck off. Don't. don't no, Handshakers had better character designs. I hate Big Mouth's character designs. Big Big Mouth has probably one of the ugliest. Like I will never watch it just because I hate the characters. Characters on so much. They're so hideous. One Piece. No. I'm told it's a really good show, but yeah, I, I hate the style. One Piece. Oh God. <laughs> what is this? That's Ooh. problem solvers. Oh, okay. This is the problem with Western cartoons. <laughs> they think this shit's acceptable. Yeah. That's disturbing. Yes, it That's is. That's like something That's I would have drawn when I was Adult nine. Swim will throw money at things that I don't know why. And sometimes they hit it out of the park. Sometimes you get 10 ounce mouse. Or problem solvers, or perfect hair forever, or squid billies. <laughs> Rick and Morty has pretty terrible animation, I'll say. Oh, I, I hate, I hate that art style too. Honestly, I can't. Rick and Morty, as it goes on, gets some moments of really, really pretty. Their character designs are shite, but it's. I mean, if you go you know, back over, from season one to four, like the quality and animation is astounding. Like the difference, because obviously it got popular. An art style I like when I was a kid that I hate now is that fucking Fairly Odd Parents, Danny Phantom uh, art style. Yeah. No, that, that's I fine. Hate it. And I, I have I have no zero percent love for that art style now. I it just looks so ugly. I to don't me. love it. I, just, I kind of uh, came back around on it, I guess. Uh, pardon me. What always I could never stand was the uh, Jimmy Neutron. Oh. <laughs> yeah, everything's the wrong size. Hey, yeah. Carl is a sweet little boy just because he's overweight. A, Carl has a perfect okay. design. Carl's fine. I never watched the show. I just can't stand how everyone's head is so big and their necks are so small. All sizes matter. Like, Carl, Carl and Jimmy's dad are perfect creations of the Lord. Can you do a Carl impression? No, not ah. really. I don't want to like embarrass Brian myself. Brian <laughs> His I don't dad want to is brag, but I can also <laughs> do a pretty good one. <laughs> I will say that Jimmy Neutron's father is just a lesser Niles Thornberry, and everybody yeah. knows that. The Thornberries. Now that's a terrible art design. I hated him. Oh, th- like everything Klasky Chupo ever did. Rugrats. I don't like Rugrats. I don't I'll like Thornberries. Oh, I got an animation company of those two Russian people. I love again. I love Rugrats when I was a kid, but I have no love oh, for that show. Terrifying. No, it's all. I don't understand the goopiness of it all. Yeah, like a goopy art style. I don't. Uh, not it's not for me. Yeah. At least that that SpongeBob art style though, still great, <laughs> still great style. Oh yeah. Yeah, and SpongeBob stuck to its guns on that. So. Hmm. Oh, one last thing I watched in the vein of musicals no one else has heard of, but me and my wife really liked them, is Schmigadoon. 
Which You're I feel right, compelled man. to Megadoon. shout out to. Uh, Schmigadoon is the story of a couple who are going to couples therapy, but get lost in a town that is a 1950s throwback musical. Uh, huh. I don't know. Shm- That's another. Man, these songs are really good. Schmigadoon. Uh, it doesn't quite nail the ending, but it is Schmigadoon, the name of the town. <laughs> That makes sense. Uh, uh, Keenan Michael Keys. And that's the only person I could think of who I remember off the top of my head. <laughs> I do like a Keegan Michael Keys, though. Yeah, um, John Travolta. Oh, Martin Short has eight seconds of screen time, but he's still one of the listed names. Yeah, no. He plays a leprechaun. That sizest or heightest. It should. His name is Martin Short. It- <laughs> You get what you pay for, man. Yeah. Fair. There's Touché. a reason he's not Martin Tall. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Poor Martin. What has he ever done to deserve this shit? Be born into a diminutive uh, body. He was... I don't know. I, I was actually going nowhere with that statement, so Fair carry enough. on. Yeah. No, that's pretty much everything I saw. Um... Uh, Matthew! I guess there's that other America the motion picture. I don't know what that is. That was the 4th of July cartoon. Oh! That had yeah, like yeah. Channing Tatum with George Washington with his chainsaw arms. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That was weird. I don't know if I want to talk about that with a British person here. It's okay. I'll take no offense. I wasn't there for the battle. Okay. <laughs> uh... Yeah, it's an odd movie <laughs> made by the same team who does Archer, and it's fun to see them with a movie budget and what they can animate with that. Uh, very good. I'm going to stop talking now. I actually watched too much stuff. I'm realizing I'm so <laughs> I sorry. Mean, it's, been, it's been three months, so it's it's fine. We're catching up <laughs> or two months. It's been a long time. Uh, Matt, what have you yeah. been watching, dude? I have been watching maybe the best show to come out in the last two years or so <gasps> that being um tokyo revengers yeah boy i love this show we just spent like four episodes having a single fight and it's amazing do you i thought you guys are kind of iffy about the show or is that wrong oh no it, it sold itself okay episode, it sold itself real hard episode nine to eleven Whatever the first fight at saving Draken was, um, that really drew me uh, in. Okay. Yeah. There there was a turning point. It took a little while to build, and there was enough yeah. interest in like the whole time travel thing to like drag it along. But then like all the character moment like character build up pays off. Yeah. In one big go, and you're okay. immediately sold on these characters forever. So, so yeah, tight. I've been watching that. I watched the most recent episode, I think, unless one's come out since yesterday morning. No, it's every Friday. So you are Yeah, upset. so we finally we finally got done with the big fight, the bloody Halloween as it is called. Where time has been affected yet again, but maybe not as much as they hoped to, and now we don't know what's really gonna happen. The big bastard's still the big bastard, but you know. Potentially his plans Mikey. have been foiled. Potentially his plans have been foiled for now. Because the whole thing revolves around there is this kid who is in charge of a, 
a biker gang of also kids. And there's another kid who wants to become basically a, a crime lord. And to do that, he wants to take the main kid and turn him down like an evil path because, you know, he's like all, you know, righteous, you know, we're going to bring honor back to the gangs and all that. So basically the plan was get this kid, the good kid, to murder another kid. And that would like send him spiraling basically into a useful tool. But he didn't do that. So, yeah, still happened. Yeah. But, you know, it's a great show. I really like that fight. And even, yeah, it was it was good. It was well paced. There were some flashbacks in there that maybe they crammed in a lot of flashbacks into a very small area. But you know, it was uh, it was fun. It was fine. I have a couple of gripes. I I have a couple of gripes with um, Takabichi, the main character. I love everyone. I love uh, I love Draken. Oh. Uh, is one of them how he needs to get his shit together and stop having the same argument yes. with himself for the 25th time? <laughs> yes. It oh needs to be. He's, so it, the one thing in this fight, so he's the he's the protagonist who has come back in time and knows basically if he gets it wrong, then he knows how the world turns out. Um, he has prerequisite knowledge um, of how yeah. it will ruin everyone's lives, it will ruin his life, it will cost people their lives. Um, so he knows the stakes better than anybody. And granted, he is also just a regular... Because these, even though they're kids, like Mikey, the leader, is like fucking absolute monster. It's that, it's that thing where these high schoolers are somehow insanely strong. Not like magically insanely strong. But close but to. But can <laughs> like punch anyone out with a single punch. Yeah, like send someone... Tw- 10 feet in the air, like 10 feet through the air with a kick and like survive being hit with a steel pipe several times in the head and uh, get up on uh-huh. the So like they stretch the limits, but it's anime. So it's, it's, it's fine in the context mm-hmm. of the story. Um, so these, these guys are all powerful. Takamichi is just a really average 14 year old dude. He's got a strong will sort of um, when he's reminded of it or when he really needs it, he comes through in the clutch Um but yeah, it's it's that thing where he he gives up like three times in this battle, and then somebody goes, "Hey, Takamichi, blah blah blah, something," and then he goes, "Oh yeah, that's an obvious realization. I'm a now be good and strive towards our goal." Yeah. He got a strong second win, but honestly, so much of it revolves around of I'm gonna have a I'm psyched up. I'm gonna be in the fight, and then he gets punched once, and he's like, "Fuck." I remember I have noodle arms. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm just going to be sad. That's the one and thing. Comment. The one thing is he realizes that he's a pussy, but, and he's like, oh my God, the, the main, as, as you guys will probably know, or, or anyone who's who's been punched or been in a fight, the main fear of a fight is getting hit. And Takamichi has been the punching bag of almost every character in this show. Not an episode goes by when he doesn't get fucking clocked normally. He's been Basically. beaten with a baseball bat, vicious, like, should be dead by episode four. He's been stabbed through the hand, like, on, and he has this cool hairstyle, but it's one punch and it's gone. But <laughs> the thing is, in the, K, in, the, in the anime, he is constantly referred to by his friends as their crybaby cheerleader. Aww. And that sums up his role con- con- very well, because, like, he is a great character. 
I just wish he would one of these times he would finally talk himself into throwing a well he has thrown some legit punches yeah he just seems to keep getting reset back to the same spot because every time he gets hit he keeps remembering how afraid he is that's a that, but you think at some point it would kind of start wearing off i mean he guess yeah. he did have a good second win in this fight he did, he did come back swinging he did that's a really good way of putting it and he, he gets reset and he yeah and he managed to stand up to mikey at the end who is the gang leader and like keep him from killing anybody and technically i guess he saved What's the dude with the square ball eyes? Uh, Kazutora. Kazutora. He kind of saved Kazutora's soul in a way. Yeah, he was interesting. Because otherwise, Kazutora would be a dead motherfucker. So I've been I've been watching it with uh, with my girlfriend. She she got invested and hooked in Tokyo Revengers, um, but she didn't like Kazutora because she's like, why does he just blame Mikey? I don't understand. And it's like, just I know it's a little flimsy his sort of justification, it is a but. Bit. It's his whole thing is ah oh, he, he I don't know his brain snapped question mark yeah. shrug and you move on yeah I was like it's one of them it's a it's, it's not concrete it's not as solid as the others but basically this guy killed the gang leader's brother it was a it was basically a tragedy where they were trying to steal a motorcycle for the gang leader but they were actually trying to steal it out of the shop of his brothers they didn't know this beforehand he ends up killing him. So he blames the gang leader for murdering his brother, if that makes sense. I've explained it badly. Um, yeah, I killed your brother for you. So it's your fault. Therefore, it's your fault. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically. And huh. now I have to kill you too. And yeah. It's not great. Because he went to thing. juvie for three years. Yeah. So he blames the gang leader, even though he was the one who committed the murder. But anyway, it's it's one of them. But it's a really fun fight. Um, a load of decent character moments. Like, say, fucking Draken is probably my favorite. I just love that guy because he's the big... He's a big beast with a heart of gold, I'd say. Um, but he also takes yeah, no and shit. There, and there was another big beast with a heart of gold named Baji. Ah. Who is great? And there was a great flashback where he was like dressed, you know, he was doing like the full like nerdy high schooler thing. Yeah. But then he whips off his glasses and they're like super all screwed up and evil and pointy and he just beats the shit out of some people. <laughs> Badgie was cool as fuck, man. But, um, Badgie's cool as fuck. But unfortunately, Badgie, uh, Badgie has exited the picture. Well, no. The one positive is that you don't have to hear 20,000 times in the episode the na the words Badgie-Coon uttered over and over again. Badgie-Coon. Was that causing you trouble? Badgie-Coon. Badgie-Coon. It's just, I, I noticed Takamichi's Mikey-Coon, Badgie-Coon constantly. Uh, no, I haven't picked up on it. Maybe I will now. <laughs> it's it's a, it's a pet peeve of mine. But um, not to shit on Takamichi, I mean, the, the voice acting... Is all good. Um, the animation was fine. Um, just all around good show. Just really good. Yeah, it's good. Uh, see, the other things I've watched, I am currently watching the original Mobile Suit Gundam. Hey. I'm on like episode six or so. Um, Amaro has too much confidence. That'll change. He's also an emo boy. He is such an emo boy, but he's like, he's constantly like, 
I'm gonna kill Char. Oh wait, I'm getting my ass kicked by Char. Do Do you like how in the first episode or me or the first few episodes he he reads the fucking instruction manual? Like the Gundam has an instruction manual, and Amro's like, "Okay, what do I do?" And he just takes out the manual and he's like, uh, "Okay." I mean, that's what I would do. Truth be told, but like, it's so, it's so practical. Like, I love that they added that detail. You know, what I completely forgot about was the whole. Actually, the Gundam learns and kind of fights for you. Yeah, which isn't yeah. really coming across, but you know, I'll take it as a hand wavy. Okay, I guess it works. It's that not clear. Gets you several episodes. Of... I'm bet <laughs> it gets you. You know, it gets you to the moon or Luna too. I suppose they're not actually at the moon. Yeah, yeah. But you're watching the dub or the sub. I'm watching. I was going back and forth on whether I'd watch the dub because I watched the dub originally, but I'm watching the sub and it drives me crazy how they're called sides and not colonies. Uh, the the sub is really good though, but if it the first few episodes sound like they're recorded in like a bathroom or something weird, I don't know. They kind of have. They're getting better. I've been watching the sub though. I'm I think I'm committed to the sub at this point. It's worth it for Shar's voice actor. He's fucking great. It's really yeah. fucking good. I He's I like so it. Good. It's doing good. I um they we just got to Earth, so Okay. <clears throat> I was just about to ask, did you like the Gundam's re-entry mosquito net? Uh I can <laughs> It's so dumb. It's what about the part where one of his re-entry things is that his his like dick plate pushes in yes <laughs> yeah it's such it he was doing like the full-on like if he just had his arms out he'd be like t-posing almost he's just like straight as an arrow yeah kind of deal it mm-hmm. it's silly but i can get behind it even though it's a bit like batman's tool belt in the 60s it's gotta go with the uh great illusion yeah also i forgot about the gundam hammer which was just a fucking oh mace it's just it was just a ball and chain yeah. later has like a laser mace which is when they first said it in the show i thought that's what they were gonna send oh but no yeah. it's literally just a physical ball and chain because i had yeah. the original you know i had the rx-71 uh toy right the action figure didn't have a ball and chain had a bunch of other shit not that. Mm-hmm. So, because you've got that, like the beam javelin. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, that's probably what I remember it having. <laughs> what I just wish just needs every time it's like I'll use the Vulcan guns. <laughs> I think they've worked once in the first episode, and that has been it so far. Mm-hmm. Every every gun in the series, they have those, and they never seem to do shit. They seem to do some stuff. I think in. Maybe wing. I feel like they waste a lot of Leos with the Vulcan guns and wing. Oh, they, they waste Leos by looking at them, or at least they imply the they waste the Leos. I think they probably have the same like animation oh, cell where they move back and forth and the Vulcan guns go. Pretty. I always like the idea of the Vulcan guns. They were important in the childhood playset, you know. Absolutely. Because you. Oh no. Uh. In my brain, the Gundam is fighting Frieza, but they're the same size, and he knocked away the beam savers, but wait, Vulcan guns to the ice. It's like a last resort, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that, I've been that enjoying that. Song. That opening song, though. It's 
It's a jab. Uh, it's a jab. I don't. I've been skipping through it. I'll admit. Mm-hmm. It's it's real slow paced. And I want to get to. And I know Gundam. Well, I I, I know the original Gundam is pretty slow paced, but I kind of want to get to the fight. Um, Curtis, question yeah. for you. Does the Zeta Gundam intro theme have lyrics to it? Oh, are you wa- are you watching the one that has the instrumental? I am watching the Blu-ray release that oh, came no. out because it's not available to oh, stream no. anywhere that I've seen legally. Uh-uh. And okay, yes, so, it's an instrumental. Oh, that sucks because the original Zeta Open is a is an amazing city pop song, and it is a I love it. It's such a great song. Like it is a. It it's a they took a Neil Sedaka song they took the melody of it and they turned it into a city pop track, it's amazing. Like, um, all right, gonna have to find that. Yeah, I love it. It's my favorite opening song in the entire Gundam franchise. It's so good. Crying. I'm not gonna start singing, but <laughs> but you did start singing. Well, there's this part where, the, where the, there's like a horn section. It's ba doo 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 doo. You're like he's walking up the stairs. It's a jam. You have to listen to it. It's so good. It's such a good certified song. banger. Now I'm not getting the real experience. No, Damn. instead you get like a like a, isn't it like a like a space epic kind of thing? Yeah, it's just a, a symphony kind of piece. And do you get the it's ending okay, song? But I I sure don't. Uh, the ending is. I can't help believing you. Yep, it's not that. Okay. It's not the same as Amuro. <laughs> I love it. It's so dramatic. It's so dramatic. <laughs> I never watched the ending for Gunna, but I, I had to listen to that. Amuro. Every time. <laughs> yep. I thought you were about to break into that Yakuza song that was a meme this year or last year. Oh, I don't know. Dame, dame, That's it. Dame, 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 my for well, the that's the thing. Go, oh, go I ahead. was just gonna say my first introduction to that song was um the deep fake of Jeff, Jeffrey Epstein singing it, and I was very confused. <laughs> Needed to know more. Yeah, that is confusing. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I'm I'm clearly out of the meme ecosystem because I missed that whole thing i can get you hitler i can get you a pitbull i, I can get you the pitbull oh. singing that song if you want they're out the there. one and only oh you want i'm good pitbull do you want the dog a pitbull <laughs> we got gotcha. you i can get you yandere simulator the dev yandere dev he's singing it no oh, fuck oh Apparently that's done now. I read that and Is don't it? believe it. Like I was just like, there's no yeah. way he's actually completed this. But um, fair enough, fair play to him if he has. It's been five years, six years. God. There's been longer projects. Yeah. I mean them. But I will say the only other thing I've watched is the fourth season of Castlevania on Netflix. Oh. Which... Pretty good, I think. I liked it better than the third season. Yeah. Granted, there were some moments in the third season I really liked. I liked pretty much all the stuff with, uh... What's his name? Ian? Ivan? Ivan? Ivan sounds right. The dude who... Alucard? No, the, the, um... 
the mage that brings that creates night monsters that wasn't a bitch. Oh, Isaac. Isaac. Yes, I loved Isaac. <laughs> Everything Isaac did in season three, I loved. That was the good part. It definitely was. So yeah, no, I liked season four a lot. The animation was really, really fun to watch in a lot of the, lot of instances there, especially that big old battle right at the end. How many seasons are there? Uh, is that the last one? Uh, this is the most recent one. There's the fourth. They definitely leave it open for a fifth. Okay. Not clear how they would take it, but you know, spoiler alert: at the end of it, Trevor fights death, and it's amazing. It's very nice. Because death, if you've ever played one of the Castlevania games, death is like usually the second to last boss of the game. Right? You're usually on your way to fight the final boss and death shows up and he's like, you gotta fight me first, bitch. What comes after death? Oh, man. Philosophers have been asking that for a very <laughs> long time. <laughs> we don't have time to get into it right now. Now, it, the way it's... I don't know if this is it true in the games but the way they put it in the show is that death is not like the literal grim reaper in the way you might think of it death is like basically a death spirit that has existed since the beginning of time that just feeds on death uh, okay but doesn't and like now fairy souls or anything Malcolm McDowell. yeah <laughs> and i took too long to cotton on to that fact at the end of it, you really got it when he's screaming about all these fucking humans. <laughs> My favorite joke that South Park has ever done was the introduction to their episode that's just Great Expectations. And it starts with Malcolm McDowell in front of a fireplace going, Hello, I'm a British person. <laughs> and that's it. <sighs> oh, Malcolm McDowell's a national treasure. He is. You always think he should be doing something fancier, but then he's like, just in whatever, kinda. And I just hope he's having a fun time. Man's gotta make a living. Him Tim Curry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it, it was very good. I If they do come back for a fifth season, I am very interested with what they do, because I like the uh, twist at the end. Cool, man. Uh... I mean, they've said they're doing another timeline. I just don't know which one. Oh, a time, a different timeline, like, hmm. or a different time chunk, right? Because I mean, the show broadly takes place in what would have been Castlevania. Was it three? That was Castlevania three. So I don't know. I mean. Castlevania, it definitely leaves off at a different place than Castlevania 3 does. Mm -hmm. So, who knows? I mean, like, it doesn't... The Aria games don't really work with the way they have things set up. Sadly, so, no. But it doesn't mean it couldn't. Because I know people love them some Aria games. Yeah. I, I always just, wanted I to... the Julius story, but not like this. Well, I do have to wonder if we're not going to see a Symphony of the Night. Probably. Alucard is makes... very popular. Alucard is very popular, and all the chips line up. So, I don't know. We'll see. A anyway, that's that's been my that's my lot. Fair enough. Um, 
Well, I from the summer season, I've only watched Tokyo Revengers, which we've covered already. Um, very good. Going to carry on watching it. Probably going to pick up the manga after this series goes off air, because um, I know there's a fair few chapters uh, released, so that's something. Um, the only other thing that I've watched is Kakegori. I um, actually got round to finishing that season because I realised that I'd left it on like episode ten. I'd never actually finished the uh, the final two episodes. Turns out I didn't miss much at all. Uh, but wait, do you, do you mean like the first series? Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to start the second series. Um, was wasn't that like two years ago? It was four years ago. Ah, uh. um, maybe more. <laughs> oh, it was that. De- Ooh. I want to say summer oh. 2017. Ooh. Something like that. Yeah, it was it was back in <laughs> back in dear. So I went back and watched it on a whim because on Netflix they had the live action one and I said, "Oh, I've seen this show before. Let's I wonder." Admittedly, it, 99% of me clicking on it was because the girl who was playing um what the fuck's her name? Yumiko um was really really fit so i was like let's click on this let's hang around for a minute and uh and i watched it and i was like these facial expressions just ain't doing it for me because they're trying anyone who knows anything about kakigori is that it was produced by studio mapper and they went all in on the uh perverse and psychotic facial expressions of every female in the uh in the cast so which is most of the cast, incidentally. So, um, yeah, you couldn't quite get that impression from a live action, so I went back and watched it. Um, in a nutshell, it is about a very rich and powerful school in Japan um, where everything is decided through gambling. Um, the flimsy premise is that if you're a good gambler, it means that you know how to bluff, you know how to talk, you know how to present, like, you know, you, you, you're shrewd with money and with business, and therefore you'll be a good politician or billionaire. Um, so everything's ruled by gambling and how much money that you own. There's a student council that obviously rules everything. If you pass below a certain amount of wealth, you become a house pet. You're essentially not a slave, but you are the target of bullying and ridicule and aren't looked at as a human. Um, A girl comes in who is a compulsive gambler. Um, She's just obsessed with gambling. She's also very good at it, called Yumiko, and she just takes... She's the black-haired girl. She's the black-haired girl. Um, So the premise is dead simple. She wants to play against... um, experienced or good gamblers just for the thrill of it um she plays against the student council in different games they're actually they do come up with most of the games that they play are i don't know if it's just because they don't want to advertise gambling um but they they tend to come up with their own games like of chance and it's quite interesting or they'll do like a twist on you know um traditional card games or something so it's always um, it's always good because they tie that into the narrative then and then it's um makes it a little bit more of an interesting plot. Um yeah, it's fun, it's it's silly, it's over the top. Um people gambling ridiculous amounts of money. I will say I'd probably get the sense of it a little bit more because I don't really know what the yen converts into when they're like, Oh my god, she's she's betting ten thousand yen and it's like, is that a lot? <laughs> I just, I just mostly remember that they treat a hundred yen kind of like you treat a dollar. Yeah. I remember that I was like, 
I know it's more like I know that it changes, but yeah, it's Roughly. think of it like a dollar. It's like she's got twelve billion yen. I'm like, that's got a lot of zeros in it, so I'm guessing that's a lot of money. But um just kind of take your thumb and put it over the last two <laughs> digits on that number. If I did that, I would block the uh the big titties on screen, you see. So um they take extra care to show you. Kind of, uh, it's 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 true. a weird show. It's really true. weird because it's kind of etchy, but not really. The opening and endings are very etchy. And, you know, I think the only panty shots in the entire show are in the opening. Um, there's a lot of jiggle physics in those kind of things. But then in the actual show itself, you do get a lot of, like, cum faces, I guess, for lack of better words. Like, they are at the point of orgasm um, because of the thrill of gambling. But it's always shown... It is... It is sort of like that one cooking show. Yes. Where you orgasm when you eat. But generally speaking, everyone keeps their clothes on. <laughs> it's it, it's like that. But again, it's the sort of the exaggerate and contort the faces so much that like it's not it's not seen as like, it's more perverse and like, oh, my God, they're feeling this weird, crazy feeling. So you don't think, oh, yeah, she's really excited about the chance <laughs> of getting her head blown off because there's one of them who's like. She gambles with Russian roulette, um, and she the idea of being shot or the tenth potentially being shot in the head with a revolver, like makes her wet, is literally what happens. Um, that's the visual metaphor that we are given us in the show, and then she begs to be shot, but um, she doesn't. But it's a fun show. Like I say, if you're looking for something stupid, it's that. Um, the one thing I'll say working in the gambling industry. If you're a compulsive gambler, that does not make you a good gambler. I will say, uh, that's not, that's the opposite. The message is, because they're all like, the reason she's, the reason she beats everyone is because she does it for the thrill of it. She's a compulsive gambler, oh. the worst kind of opponent. It's like, no, that just means she doesn't know when to stop. That doesn't mean she's good at it. It just means that she'll bet fucking anything and everything. But, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you live in a world where gambling is everything, maybe if you're able to become a compulsive gambler, it means you're good at gambling. Yeah, it's. It... I guess you could take that angle, but yeah, no, don't become a compulsive gambler, kids. Yeah, don't do it. No, there's a hotline for that. Yeah, please don't, everyone. PSA. 1-800-BETS-OFF, at least in Missouri. <laughs> so the radio tells me. Go to, uh, go to GamCare. There you go. They're good. I've worked with that charity. They're really good. Um, if you're in the UK, if you're in the US, you you fucked. You can't get Gamka. You can get bets off. What can you get in Canada? Bets. I don't know. I was trying. I was trying to think what we have, but I I actually I genuinely bets don't off, know. Eh? Yeah, but yeah, don't don't be a compulsive gambler, no. everyone. <laughs> That's PSA out of the way there. I, I wouldn't feel like I was doing my job if I didn't say that. But it's it is a fun show. I do like the characters that are in there. Um, season two should be fun. Um, although I don't know where they would really take it, because spoilers for it, I guess. Um, she kind of beats everyone on the student council, pretty much. She has a match against the president at the very end, and it ends in a draw. So I suppose you could build the second season around... Is the president the blonde girl? The blonde girl, girl with the hoop-like hair, with the blue lipstick. Yeah. Yumiko yeah. has red eyes and is shown in red, yeah. she's shown in blue. And... They like okay. to touch each other's faces and get slightly sexual, but not sexual. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so I guess season two will be built around them potentially having a fight. I don't know. I'm going to watch it anyway. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been watching. I did read something, though, guys. Um, something Uh-oh. came up over the last couple couple months that inspired Uh-oh. me. That I uh, that oh, no. rekindled a uh, a love of mine. And we kind of mentioned the the right time frame for something to go away and come back. Oh, that's what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, and this was right. go on. Oh, Tai Kubo, okay. Kubo came in and fucking dropped a big fucking steaming pile of fucking bleach on all of us. Um, like eighty pages of bleach set twelve years later or ten years later after the thousand year blood arc to coincide with. The anime coming back at some point, possibly next year, but probably unlikely. Um, more likely 2023. But it is in production. It is definitely coming. Um, he did a one-shot. It was called a one-shot. It was labeled a one-shot. There was a bit of confusion because the I read a scan of it, and the scan specifically had the words, brand new arc, blah, 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 at, at the very end of the last page. And I was like, sweet. And then when you read the official release, it had none of that. It did not say it was a new arc. Yeah, that's what I waited for the actual official release because it came like a week later. Wasn't missing out too badly. But man. And yeah, it could become a new thing. I it's not. Guarantee it's coming. I thought it. Go on. When you guys talked about when it ended, I thought you guys said how it like it was rushed, but it ended like pretty conclusively. It or am did. I wrong? Well, that's what would happen. Basically, the gist of the Bleach one-shot is that it's X number of years in the future, and there has to, there's a message comes in from, you know, to Ichigo from the Soul Society, basically like, look, normally when you die, your spirit energy just kind of like goes back into the ether, but if you're too strong, it doesn't. So we have to do like a special ceremony to make it not, to, you know, make it do the thing. Yeah, and they're getting along to that, but then it's like double twist. If you're a captain level or above, when you die, you're actually too strong to ever be reincorporated into the ether, so you just get sent straight to fucking hell. Yeah, okay. so they've unwittingly oh. been sending all of their captains um, to hell. So the people who died in the series, um, which spoilers, uh, Yamamoto, um, Ukitake, and um, Oh, fuck, who am I thinking of? Did the bear live? The bear and, lived. Um, Who's the yeah. other one? But uh, basically, a, there was a what, fourth captain. Unahana. Aretsu Unahana died. There Unahana died. But, you know, plenty of people died. And um, this also includes all the big bads. Yeah. So basically, there's some uh, one of the you know previous big bads escapes from hell. Well, not even a big bad. One of the Espada, who was kind of a low ranking one, but he escapes from hell and he brings some like dudes with him and they have a fight, and they introduce like a new ca- character or two to fill in the gaps, kind of of the ranks that had been destroyed. But they're not around very long, and and then there's a fight, and then Ukitake like sword pops out and just spears a dude from the gates of hell and it's real cool so bait and then that's kind of it who's the guy with the red hair renji renji he's alive he has a daughter is he a bad guy no he's a good guy no 
Okay. He's been a good guy since basically five episodes after you probably last saw him. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so ba- with Bleach, basically, uh, as you know, it's about the afterlife and the Soul Society, which is kind of their heaven, I guess. Um, they had hell. It was introduced in a very early episode and very early chapter, but he never really touched on it. So it's kind of the one aspect that if you were going to continue the story, that's where you would go. Um, right. There was a there was a movie that's obviously non canonical, but that oh, also yes, had Netflix a movie. He had a tie in. Well, not that not that movie. There was an animated movie. The fourth one was all about them going into hell. Hell, that was non canonical. However, there was a manga chapter that was canonical. That was like it, it featured the character that did end up breaking out of hell in this one shot. But it was basically them in hell for a chapter, and this was all as a promo for the movie that was yeah. coming. But that was in the manga, so I think that counts. It counts. Maybe it works, then. Maybe not. So, <laughs> so you, if you wanted to, there could be room for another arc where they like get into the hell stuff and like I don't know, figure out a way to like keep all their good buddies from having to be condemned to hell forever. Here's a bleach question. Go for it. Would it be better? Would it be better if they came back where they left off or if they did Bleach Kai or whatever the fuck and they reset everything, just went from the beginning again? As like an anime or just... Yeah, as so, an anime. Would it be better if they, if they carried on or if they restarted? The caveat. Uh, so what's coming back is the... Um, so basically the anime ended with the Fullbringer arc, which was the second to last arc. The last arc is the Thousand Year Blood arc, which is like the ridiculous big long arc. I would want them to retweak that arc because there's many problems I had with it. Um, I think it suffered from the same thing that Naruto and Fairy Tail did, like the, the big culmination final arc where there's a battle fatigue where it's like every character needs oh, to have a battle and yeah. a shiny moment or this person hasn't revealed their yeah. special powers yet so we need to give them a moment and then we move on to the next battle so i don't really know the answer to that that's the kind of thing i want them to tweak it but i wouldn't really know what you would do other than condense some would it help bleach get a new audience you think if they restarted it though i mean i feel like yeah it definitely would just based on i mean it worked for dragon ball z yeah he definitely brought a new generation into it because i know we talked about this before but it seems like bleach doesn't have the same status that dbz and naruto and one piece have i don't think it has anymore no not quite no definitely not no because it just it ended and the others didn't mm-hmm. so you you know it it seemed like it was done and people could move on. I was going to say Naruto yeah. ended, and now but Boruto came, and it absolutely is just Naruto. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. What, what if they announced a new Bleach uh, anime, but it was just called uh, Pichigo? Pichigo. <laughs> and it was about Ichigo's daughter. He has a son called Kazooie. Oh. Who is actually in it? He has a son. Who did he hook up with again? The ginger? Yeah, of course he's going with the ginger. Yeah. Sorry, Lego. Oh, Renji, yeah, like, Renji hooked up with Rukia, Rukia right? and they had a kid. So basically, there is a room there for the pickup with just the kids. Pull a full on board. Uh, I do. They wouldn't have probably a yeah, better both name. Both of them uh, featured in the in the one shot that he did. Not 
like they weren't the focal point of it though um which is what i liked um i liked that we were getting to see you know a little glimpses of what has happened and who these characters are a little bit but they weren't the be all end all of it just like boruto where it's like naruto who get him out the fucking way he's just some strong guy like yeah especially the thing too when half your characters are gonna live to age like 2000 true i suppose bleach does have that where literally the soul reapers won't age in 12 years like that's nothing to them um but yeah so i i I would be shocked if when the anime does come back um that they don't start the manga again i think there's too much there's he's put a lot in like if it was just a one shot he's set up a new arc like he's literally set up like a new storyline to go into um and introduce Mm -hmm. new elements i'm just wondering if he's physically capable of starting up again that is the big question Taikubo nearly died mm-hmm. many times mid bleach and we already know that being a mangaka on that kind of schedule lax as it may be has serious ramifications on if your it health did come back i don't think it would come back as a weekly serial i think it'd probably be a monthly thing that he would do um maybe like a 40 page monthly version more like attack on titan or um, I think Jujutsu Kaisen's monthly as well. That'd probably suit him a little bit more. Also, if they wait till the anime comes out, he's probably got a little bit of time to have a head start. I wouldn't think it'd be a really big arc that they would do. Like, I don't think it would go, you know, 200 chapters or whatever, but um, I think it'd be a nice little bookend to the story because we know he didn't finish it the way he wanted um he didn't go out on his terms yeah. so it would be nice because he definitely talked about having another arc potentially in store but not getting through to it so it i would see it as like a short arc that but my you know he gets to do on his own my time god it would be cool there's no weekly pressure oh i, I really rekindled i forgot i just like the the wit, the comedy that's in Bleach, I think I forgot sometimes. Like, the little interactions with the ape squad lieutenant, and she somehow got his phone number, and he's like, how the fuck do you use LINE, which is that messaging service in, t- in Japan, in the salsa. Yeah, yeah. Is, uh, is the uh, is the character that Matt uses on as his profile picture still alive? He's alive! He's still alive! <laughs> but not has not was not in the final chapter and was not in the one that, shot. That was the oh, biggest injustice. He wasn't in the final chapter. The motherfuckers, because oh. Urahara is awesome. Yeah, it's basically like, and here's a bunch of characters that are completely fine, but we're not going to talk about them because they're an entirely like side group. We okay, just don't want to yeah. deal with it. But it was good. It hyped me up a lot. Um, I didn't. I'd forgotten how much I enjoyed Bleach. Um, so I've been going back and just watching. Mm. Clips of Bleach and reading odd chapters and stuff as well after this. But I'm fully convinced that there will be a new arc and it'll probably come with the uh with the restart of the the blood arc, the thousand year blood war arc. It's a mouthful. The Quincy arc, let's just call it that. Um It's the easiest way to do it, <laughs> I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. I don't think there's quite enough clamor for like Bleach Brotherhood where you start from yeah. the beginning again. It would be neat to see it adapted like My Hero Academia is, where they just take it one season at a time as it comes mm-hmm. out. But like you said, Bleach is already a little bit padded and long in the tooth. And I don't think it would do well with that same, you know, we're going to do one season a year and get it done right. Because you've still got 50 different sub sub captains who need to duke it out with the Spada's numbers 27 (laughs) through 18. Yeah, they really would need to cut some fat. I think it would the be most nice important question to watch Bleach without the bounce, though. <laughs> you don't have to watch the bounce; it's okay. <laughs> the most yeah. important question yeah. of all: Yes, will Orange Range come back to do the opening? <laughs> Maybe. Um, we, we could only hope. hope. Bleach had some good <laughs> openings, man. Um, they'll have some cool ones again. They had some good. Choreography never really gave away too much in the uh, in the openings as well, which I liked. Um, or they <laughs> no. did the thing which Naruto did as well. Um, I like when they put characters fighting who absolutely will not interact or meet. I always love that. That's a little family yeah, moment. Did that a lot, and it really hyped you up for the episode. But you gave away. It didn't tell you anything. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, if, at most, it would be like, oh, that's a cool character we haven't met mm. yet. The only yeah. thing it's spoiling is the fall line for Tight Kubo's fashion company because here's some cool ass shirts. He's uh, yeah. that's true. He's got some drip. His character designs are uh, some of my favorites. Uh, they're they're excellent. Yeah. Like even someone like me who like bleach whatever. Like those are really really good. He knows how to design oh, yeah. a good yeah. character. And he he kind of gets all over the place. Like the new, there's a new vice captain he introduced because there was an open slot, basically, right? And she's sort of got that. Um, what's that sub fashion in Japan where they have like super tan Gal- skin? Gal- oh, Gal, yeah, Gal- yeah, one yeah. of those. Well, yeah, it's, and like- it's like how did you become like this? I have the internet. Who gave you the internet? Yeah. <laughs> it's like the 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 fairy tale guy makes the same characters in every series and his new series i've what seen means? screenshots and i'm like oh that's what Wen- i'm like oh that's wendy from fairy tale and it's not are you wendy. saying that the characters it, from eden zero are uh... <laughs> and then yeah, and then I'm like oh that's lucy and then it's like wait no it isn't like what is this watered down rave master ripoff <laughs> rave master yeah but but then with bleach it seems like the characters are very distinct and very different they but, are he's except very for good the guy that. who is Ichigo with dark hair and the number 69 tattooed on his face. Shuhei. There you go. I don't know Uh, if I know that one. He at least has that 69 tattooed on his face to really tell you the difference. (laughs) Now, where you really got same facey was when the animators had to do their own thing for the spinoffs or like the side arcs. We got real same facey with some of those. Hmm. There's a lot of Ichigos with blue hair. <laughs> oh, oh god. Okay, here's the thing that pisses me off with the fairy tale guy, because Simon just posted a picture of this new whatever he's doing. He uses happy in everything he I does. Know, happy <laughs> is AIDS on the screen. I hate happy. Is I fucking hate Happy's happy. Happy's the flying cat with an annoying ass voice adds nothing yeah. to the story other than just being a mascot. Well, I guess he's like, what's my mascot? I go I can just you know, and so we can just use all the old merchandise. 
he adds nothing and subtracts a lot. I don't know why you would put him in every story. And like in this picture you posted, like it's Natsu, but he he's he has like Gray's hair instead. Yeah, but w- did didn't you think so, like, it was an inspiring choice that Gray has blonde hair now instead of black hair? Yeah, he literally wears the same style of clothes. <laughs> like this, first this guy started by copying One Piece, and now he's just copying himself. <laughs> Wendy has... But once you have enough body of work, you can just copy yourself forever, and it's fine. Yeah, pretty much, eh? I like Martin Scorsese as a director, but I wish he didn't have to put a cartoon Garfield running around the screen in every movie. <laughs> it's oh, a little God. distracting. As a compa- I'm trying to get a good comparison image. Um, I, guess, I guess this one will work. Um, just, just in case anyone isn't uh familiar there you go there's there's the fairy tale characters wouldn't can you spot the ones who are supposed to be the others Damn. Like, but of all well, the there's characters a girl with the blue crop top and blonde hair and ponytails and that's that's the same, that's the same yeah. person <laughs> yeah you could have told me this was like them a in time the skip future yeah yeah <laughs> But like, why? Why if, out of all the characters, why didn't he reuse Urza? I, I mean, there's a slight like, Urza, but yeah, Urza's by far the best out of there. And Mira Jane, oh. I love Mira Jane's design. I like Wendy. I really like Wendy's character. Like Wendy was one of my favorite characters in Fairy Tale. Little shy little girl dragon slayer. I was fine with her. But yeah, because she, she was a dragon slayer. Like it was like this cool. Dra- I like Loxus the most though, because Loxus he, he was fucking awesome. I like Jalal. Because I'm a sucker for he had star magic, and when everyone had magic, he yeah. could use stars and heaven's magic. Well, and then he had like his, his secret identity. It was cool. He was, was a cool, cool character. character. Um, but yeah, there's Bleach. I'm looking forward to it. Boys, we've been going for a while. Yeah, a lot to talk about. That's true. We caught up, and the next episode we can do. I suppose we should probably do a full season preview. Do we have to do it already? Um, I mean, we could do it the week after. <laughs> this hurts. Does that mean that? Wait, does that mean that the shows are going to start next month? They'll start in the yeah first week of October. Full season will. Oh shit! So you got you got three weeks. So yeah, yeah. Let's do a let's do a full season preview because I think there's a I All think right. there's a good couple <laughs> things coming up. I don't know. Famous check. last words. I'm sure there will be. We'll find some. I'm not going to check. Okay, I'm going to do my I'm live my reaction on the list right now. I could look, yeah. but I'm I'm a year, I'm a couple years off on my season. You know what? So to... I'm going to I'm keep, I'm going to stick with Curtis. I'm going in blind. I'm doing no research. Yeah. I'm going in blind. And look, let's start. Let's not even before the episode. Let's just go into the episode and then look yeah. at the list. Let's not do any research because we always talk about it beforehand so why don't we just like go in blind let's go in blind let's let's do a blind full season review it's hard because i want to look now i'm like maybe i could have a look (laughs) maybe i can come and pretend i'm smarter and be like that author sounds familiar that director sounds very familiar i'm pretty certain i know aria the scarlet ammo yes that's definitely him oh fuck fuck i don't know why that came in my brain wasn't the plot of that show that the guy gets a fucking boner and then like, he's a secret agent and, who only becomes good yeah. if he's aroused. So he just yeah. so happens to have a bunch of females around him who would arouse him so he can get out of the situation. <laughs> this was a male author. You may be surprised. Poor, it's based off a lot. 
It makes all <laughs> yeah. the sense. The ending song Whoa. of Aria the Scarlet Ammo is awesome, but the show, no. <laughs> I could swear I've heard of this before, but there's like three or four vague names and titles drifting through my head that it could be. Isn't, isn't Punchline also a show about a guy who does, has boner powers or something? Powers. It, it, the world will end if he gets too aroused. Oh yes. my god, oh, okay. that actually sounds like a fun concept. Is it? It's pretty good. You give me ideas. It's okay. Give me ideas for a yeah. show now. I forgot that about Arya the Scarlet Ammo. <laughs> I don't know why it popped in my head. I was just trying to think of a... I was like, what's an obscure anime? That's a... Th- yeah, okay, we got anyway, an episode. <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, hope you enjoyed it. Come back next week. We'll be talking about Arya the Scarlet Ammo and uh, the full season. In depth. Whole in depth. Episode by episode. By episode. Yeah, 90% Arya, 10% full season preview. That's... Yeah, we'll fall season, whatever. Yes. Um, <laughs> what if they? What if they know? What if we look at the list and the number one is Arya Scarlet Ammo season two or three? I or would shit my pants on the spot. <laughs> you guys, see you next time. What happens? <laughs> right. Uh, catch you later, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye, 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 bye. And the song we were gonna go out on. Oh